back to this episode of the Auto Detailing Podcast. I'm Jimbo, your host, and today uh, I really want to kind of bring you into kind of my mind and what I have kind of brewing um, specifically for 2021. And that's uh, one thing I've always tried to really do with this podcast is kind of bring you guys into um, not only what I'm doing, but kind of what I'm thinking and my mindset behind it and uh, whether that's tips and tricks for detailing or products or uh, all different kinds of things. And But I really keep my YouTube channel to kind of product reviews. I do definitely talk about it sometimes on the podcast, but the auto detailing podcast definitely has a more of a business um, uh, lean to it, I guess, for lack of a better term, or a lot of the things that I've just naturally wanted to talk about on the podcast have more to do with running a detailing business than product uh, product reviews and stuff like that. But if you're into product reviews, you could definitely check out my YouTube channel where I only do product reviews and I don't really talk about detailing business at all. So if you want to get to that, you could just go to autodetailingpodcast.com slash YouTube and that will redirect you over to there. Uh, but for today's podcast, um, I really want to talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, I really want to talk about goal setting for 2021. And as we look at the weeks ahead, kind of the last few weeks, uh, I guess we're down to, yeah, the last two weeks of the year, uh, these have always been a really valuable time for me, uh, at least in my business. And they've also been incredibly stressful weeks as well, and also frustrating weeks as well, uh, because a lot of businesses typically uh, that or customers that I would be servicing um, it basically took these two weeks off, right? So they either wouldn't be in the office, which may be a little bit different this year because of COVID, but uh, car cleaning around these two, three weeks left in the year are typically, or at least in my experience, have been the least of people's worries. And they're, they're not really focused on that. They're focused on buying gifts. They're focused on uh, family dinners and meals and pretty much everything besides keeping their car clean. So these have, these weeks typically have been very frustrating. Now I feel very fortunate uh, now around now that I've built up the business, I've created the systems in place that I'm not as slow during these times though. It, it does tend to slow down. Um, And so because I've had in years past and then this year specifically really dedicated the time that I, I've really taken uh, these past weeks and continue to uh, to really focus on 2021. 2020 has been a very interesting year to say the least. Uh, you know, my wife completely lost her business during COVID. Uh, my business kind of exploded during COVID. Um, so it's been a very interesting dynamic. I've been able to see and be firsthand of both sides of the pandemic, which I think gives me very interesting insight as well. Um, I, I could see kind of the toll that it's taken on someone that has completely lost their business and then try to regain, especially when my wife had like incredible momentum going for her business. And then also my business, fortunately, um, I mean, there's no other way to say it. I'm not even trying to brag. It exploded. Um, it, it really did, which also created its own host of issues uh, as well. So, uh, and that I really should do a whole nother podcast 
just on that. And, and I really, you know, if you're this deep into the podcast, I apologize for not pumping out as many podcasts as I used to. Um, I really need to get back to it because I really do enjoy it. Um, every time I, every time I start talking into a microphone, I just really enjoy it. So, uh, anyway, back to the topic at hand. And so one thing, another thing that I've always preached on this podcast and one thing I'm just a ginormous believer in is goal setting. And I think every year around this time with this podcast, at least since I started in 2014, um, I've really dedicated a podcast episode to goal setting and, and kind of letting people in either on my goals or how I do it. Um, and I never really, you know, it's funny, detailing is such a DIYer sport that I never really had any formal training or really any uh, experience with professional, I don't know if you could call it professional goal setters, Um I just kind of riffed off. I I would take some time set aside and kind of dream about what I wanted my future to look like. And then I would wrap some goals around that dream. And I think it's very important. And I really do look at goals and goal setting as a roadmap to your life. And I compare it a lot to when you're going, you know, on a road trip or you're going to a new location that you've never been to and you're driving there you probably use your phone and type into maps or ways or however you get there, uh, and, and then it guides you to that place, right? So you you start with the end in mind, and then you have all these turns and freeways or whatever on your journey to that place that you have to execute and turn, and sometimes you miss a turn, so you got to turn around and go somewhere else, but you have all these these uh stop, not necessarily stops, but you have all these directions on your way to that endpoint. And so, uh, but again, the point is, is that you start with the end in mind. And so for me, goal setting has always been just that starting with the end in mind, um, and then kind of backtracking from there. But this year I've taken it to the next level. That's also another podcast that I, or another topic on this podcast that I talk about a lot is really kind of taking things to the next level. And I'm not a big fan of waiting to the end of the year to do this thing, to do this stuff. It just happened. It just so happens, I guess, that the end of the year is, is a big time of reflection and has always been a time to kind of, for me, to reevaluate my life in the past year and kind of glean back at what happened and the good things and the bad things and how I can kind of adjust and pivot and then reset some new goals. So anyway, this year... I uh, took a course, I I think I've mentioned it in my podcast before, but one thing that I've implemented over the past 18 months has been uh, a planner. So a daily planner uh, that I can kind of map out my days. I also rewrite my goals every day uh, into this planner, at least five days a week. I tend to not do it on the weekends, even though I think that's going to change. Uh, but I rewrite my goals every single day in this planner. I map out my day the day before in this planner. Uh, and I also, it has notes and all kinds of, you know, space for that. Also has quotes and I can write the date because sometimes I forget what date it is or even what date it is sometimes um, as you get into it. So anyway, this planner is called the Full, full Focus Planner. Uh, it's by a guy named Michael Hyatt, who I've actually been following for 
probably since 2014. I, I haven't been following him as closely as of late, but uh, definitely someone who I've followed for a long time, and he really is in that productivity, self-development, self-growth area uh, of the segment, older guy. So for the past 18 months, I've really been dedicated to this planner, and I remember back in 2014, this guy, Michael Hyatt, had a course, a digital, digital course called Your Best Year Ever. And I remember back, I think it was like 2013, maybe into 2014, I really wanted to join this, this um, course that Michael offered called The Best Year Ever. And because I really, again, like I said, towards the end of the year, uh, really <clears throat> looking to level up each and every year and kind of expand my reach, but also my personal growth and all that. And I, back in 2013, 2014, I couldn't afford that course. And I, I remember really wrestling mentally of like, man, I think it would be a good investment, but I think it was like, I don't know, 200 bucks or 300 bucks, or I actually just looked this morning, there's different levels. So everywhere from 200 to four, uh, every, 200 to 500 bucks, depending on some extras. And I couldn't spend that amount of money on something that I wasn't sure was going to have a direct ROI. Uh, just having my first baby, honestly, totally broke. So uh, I didn't take that class, but all these years later, as I began to implement the journal, uh, I decided to invest uh, into this thing that Michael Hyatt offers called the Business Accelerator. You can check it out if you want. I don't receive anything for talking about it. I'm just kind of letting you know what I'm doing. And so part of this Business Accelerator had the best year ever course. He actually redoes it every year. Uh, and so it had the best year ever course for 2020 or 2021 in it. And so I decided to jump all over it because I was already in this business accelerator program. And so uh, it, the course was kind of an add on. <clears throat> and so I decided, man, what, you know, six years later, I'm taking the course that I really wanted. Uh, and it just, yeah. So it made me very excited. So in this course, it talks about goal setting and it creates a framework for goal setting. And one of the frame or the, the acronym, uh, acronym for goal setting is setting smarter goals. So there are, uh, you can Google smart goal setting there. There's totally a thing around uh, setting smart goals. Um, but Michael has kind of, or his team have kind of elevated this or expanded this to be uh, smart smarter. <laughs> I, I don't know why I wanted to say smarter instead of smarter. So I went through the process and this is really what I wanted to share with you guys and gals are setting smarter goals. So what are smarter goals? I'll read over uh, each letter and what it stands for and then kind of hopefully uh, uh, glean a little bit of insight or, or how I am seeing it. Um, so the S stand, stands for specific M for measurable, A for actionable, R for risky. It's probably my favorite. T is for time bound. E is for exciting. And R is for relevant. So as we go back through, again, specific, measurable, actionable, risky, time bound, exciting, and relevant. So as you look at a specific goal, the more specific, the better. Um, and so what I've done is I, uh, and I'm still in the process of this, but I at least did it for the first quarter of the year, which is another reason why I like his journal. It kind of follows the quarters of the year. 
so what I'm doing or in the process of doing is I have my yearly goals and uh, I have about eight to 12 yearly goals. And then I've broken those down t- into quarterly goals. So if you had, you know, a goal to make $100,000, you would need to make $25,000 within the first quarter or every quarter, right? And so um, if you wanted to lose, you know, 40 pounds or 50 pounds that year, you would have to break it down into quarters, right? And then from those quarters, I break them down into monthly. And then from monthly, I break them down into weekly. And then weekly, I break them down into daily. So uh, obviously, I have some fitness goals. If you haven't noticed from my videos, quarantine has hit me pretty hard. Uh, Added a few extra pounds that I don't want on that I've been really trying to get off for a few years and doesn't seem to really work. Uh, or haven't had much success. So I've implemented some different things in my life to try to help with that. And one of those things is really breaking these goals down from a yearly goal into a quarterly goal, into a monthly goal, a weekly goal, and down to a daily goal, because I do believe that micro changes have macro impact. And so uh, the more specific, the better, obviously. And as you get more and more narrow, or you bring it down to the daily, it obviously gets a lot more specific. So measurable. So by making it measurable uh, or by making, yeah, by making it measurable, um, you kind of create the criteria for success. So, uh, and and it also makes it a way to uh, be able to track your progress, right? So if you have this goal of losing 45 pounds next year, but you're not tracking it, you'll do what I did and you wait till November and you're like, man, I've actually gained five pounds or I've gained 10 pounds this year because you haven't been tracking it all year, which is again, really helpful. If you break it all the way down to weekly or even daily, you can kind of track that on a daily basis. I will say this kind of, uh, lends itself to getting OCD about it. And then, which could lead to some problems. Um, but again, if you're a detailer and you have a, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars that, you know, breaks down to about 400 bucks a day, I believe, because uh, you don't work weekends. So if you go 400 a day times five, let's do the math right here. It's two grand a week. There's 52 weeks in a year and that'll get you to, to, to 104,000. So yeah, 400 bucks a day is going to get you to that hundred thousand minus taxes. So you may want to account for that. Um, but when you have that mindset of, I need to make 400 bucks today, or if you're working seven days a week, you could obviously adjust that, but that's a lot more attainable than this wild number of a hundred thousand dollars. So, and then you could track it. So, uh, going down to a actionable. So you really want to get clear on the primary action of like, why am I doing this or how am I going to do this? So I'm going to do this by adding ceramic coatings into my business. I'm going to do this by uh, finally launching those Google ads, finally launching those Facebook ads, doing joint venture partnerships, uh, creating and implementing a uh, continuity program or reoccurring, you know, uh, reoccurring monthly maintenance program. I'm going to do this by finally putting my customer email list um, together and then sending out email blasts. I'm going to start texting my clients. Um, what? How are you going to 
get to this 400 bucks a day or this hundred thousand dollars a year or whatever, obviously depending on what your goals, you know, again, I have eight to 12 for the year. I break those down into three to five for the quarter and then heavily focus on those three to five. So one of my favorite, um, parts about the smarter goals is the R the risky, the first R, I guess. So, um, I've always found, and this is where I get a little Grant Cardone, <clears throat> if you could say, and I, you know, his 10X. And an interesting thing happened to me um, this past year when I was goal setting. Last year, I had a monetary goal that I really wanted to hit. <clears throat> and to me, it seemed, it, it, it had, it would be more money than I'd ever made ever in a year. And as I wrote that number down, it was, I had no idea how I was going to hit that number monetary, monetarily. And so, but as I wrote that number down, I thought of Grant Cardone and his kind of approach to 10Xing things. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to 10X that income. So I went from, you know, making 40 bucks to 80 bucks, right? Not going to use specific because it doesn't, it's not really relevant um, to what I'm talking about. And so I set a goal that was 10 times bigger than my initial goal, which I never hit before, right? So I never hit this goal, and then I took that, and then I times it times 10, and that became my new financial goal that I wrote down for the entire year. Now, I will say I didn't hit that 10x goal, but what I did was I doubled the, the original goal. So my original goal that I had no idea how I was going to hit um, – it would have been more money than I'd ever made in my whole life. I doubled it. And I truly think because I set a way bigger goal. Now you could say, well, yeah, but you didn't, you know, you didn't hit that, that 10 X goal. Well, right. that's not necessarily the point. The point is to think bigger. Right. And if I would have limited myself, I would have exceeded it and that would have felt great, but I may have never even hit the number that I actually ended up hitting. Um, so, you know, sometimes we can rise to the challenge, but we'll hold back when it's easy or as we get close. So if I would have been approaching that original number, I probably would have, you know, let my foot off the gas a little bit. And also it gets kind of boring, you know, so make it risky. So the T is time bound. So set deadlines, frequencies, start dates, uh, time triggers, or streak targets. So, you know, I want to go to the gym five days a week every day, or I want to go to the gym five days a week every week. Um, and you can kind of track your streak, how many weeks in a row you've done that. Um, I want to do intermittent fasting. I want to have two ceramic coatings a week, and you can kind of track that. Or, you know, I want to hit this revenue goal uh, by the end of Q1, um, and so you can kind of, it's time bound. You're, you're tracking how long it's going to take you, when it's going to take you, when you expect to get it done, um, and everything in between. All right. From there we have, uh, exciting E. So almost done here. So the E is making an exciting goal. So, and this is, you know, you really want to be inspired by your goals. You don't want them to be so risky or so, uh, time bound or any of that, that they're, they're almost do the reverse of what they should be doing. So you don't want to set goals that are so outlandish that you're actually intimidated by your goals. I guess some people would say that, that, that could motivate them, but 
you really want to be inspired by your goals. If I hit this $100,000 a year, I can quit the job that I absolutely hate. If I get two coding jobs a week, that is going to allow me to stop servicing that office building or that office park that I hate. If I can get one coding a month, then I can fire this customer that I absolutely hate dealing with or whatever. Um, <laughs> I guess those were super negative things, but that's sometimes what motivates me is if I achieve this, I could stop doing that, uh, which has been a big achievement uh, or a big thing that excites me. But whatever excites you, if I hit $100,000 a year, I'm going to buy myself my dream car because I love my full-time job, detailing is my side job, and if I hit a monetary goal, I can buy the car that I've always wanted to have. Or I'm going to stop mobile detailing and get a shop, because everyone I hear talk about, it's the best decision they've ever made, which we could talk about that too. I'm, I need to do a whole series on having a shop over being mobile and why it's the best decision I've ever made in my detailing business. Um, should actually write that down. Best decision ever, get a shop. Um, I'm going to write that down and do a podcast on that because uh, I feel like I have a unique perspective on that now as well and how you can really blow it out of the water with a shop. And so even though it is risky, it's also very exciting. And so that could be a goal. I want to have a thousand square foot shop because winter time comes and we got this big nor'easter coming through and it's going to wreck me. But if I had a shop, I could be in there working away. So make sure your goals are exciting. And then R is relevant. Set goals that are relevant to you in your current circumstances and interests. So your goal should always align with your values. And so making sure, you know, again, working through this whole framework, if it is specific, measurable, actionable, risky, time-bound, exciting, it's probably going to be a relevant goal to what you want. And again, going back to what I originally started with, kind of start with the end in mind, right? I want to have a shop by the second quarter of 2021 because mobile just doesn't work anymore. It's hard to sell a coding mobile. My body's breaking down. I need more time with cars. Uh, not enough of my customers have garages, whatever. It doesn't, you know, whatever is super relevant to you. And so, because what's relevant to me and what's relevant to you may be two completely different things. Um, so make sure they're relevant to you. You don't need to watch these gurus online and, and you know, do what is relevant to them. Do what's relevant to you. You want to quit your day job and do detailing full-time? That's an awesome goal. You want to stop physically detailing and hire a crew? That's amazing. You want to have a virtual assistant? You want to have an assistant in general so that you don't have to plan date night for your wife and get her flowers and presents and you could just outsource that to an assistant? That's amazing. It's one of my goals. Um, you... <laughs> Uh, you don't like going grocery shopping, so you're going to outsource that to Amazon Fresh. That's an amazing goal. Or whatever your goals may be, you want to sign up for a coding company. Uh, you want to leverage your marketing. You want to do a better job marketing. Whatever it is, make it relevant to you. So I had no idea this podcast was going to go 25 minutes, but obviously I have no problem talking by myself. Most of the time, it's just talking to myself. So anyway, with that, I hope you guys gleaned something from this. I, I would just encourage you so much if you don't or haven't been setting goals, 
definitely set goals. This framework was really relevant, relevant to me. And so that's why I wanted to share it on the podcast. It may not be for you at all, but I would encourage you guys to, you know, us as detailers, we, we happen to be OCD and happen to really work good within frameworks. And so this smarter goal setting really gave me a framework to work on and really, you know, set aside some time. Don't be, again, gleaning from my experience, I'm always in a ginormous hurry to go absolutely nowhere. And so really kind of mellowing out a little bit, relaxing, taking some time to think through things, plan, strategize, uh, and really setting, you know, setting some time aside, which was another one of my goals that I'm imp- I'm already starting to implement before 2021 is that I'm not getting started with my workday uh, until a certain time in the morning because, uh, and there will have to be some exceptions, but for the most part, 90% of the time, my workday isn't going to start until a certain time because I know that if I don't start until a certain time, I can take my kids to school. I can get a workout in. I can make sure I get enough hours of sleep and and I can kind of ease into my workday. I don't feel like such a way I'm saying that. But by easing into my workday and making sure I hit some of these other milestones in my morning before I start working, I know that I'm going to be much more productive at work. I'm going to increase my revenue. I'm going to increase my productivity. And then I'm going to increase my efficiency by creating a little bit more margin in my life and not working my hands to the bone. I've already proven that out over 2020 and really 2021 is going to be implementing that even more and more. So I would encourage you guys to do that. I hope you guys got some enjoyment out of this podcast. And if you did leave me a comment, I'll probably post this over on my YouTube channel as well. But again, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel and you want more product review videos, you want to see me torture test some products, I would encourage you guys to go over to autodetailingpodcast.com slash YouTube. And again, it will redirect you over there. I really, really appreciate you guys. We're going into year seven of the podcast, which is insane. Seven years. I thought I was late to the game in 2014. If I only knew then what I knew now, well, I would have done it exactly the same. Hope you guys have a good Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I will talk to you guys soon. See ya. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. 
Sell on social media? Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 